Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your curator, Professor Grunsplatter. Beyond these doors crouch the wonders, horrors, and wry smiles of an uncanny world. This world, your world. Should you choose to come inside, the sounds and stories that the shadows tell will be yours to behold. Make no mistake, it is a place of questions, not answers. A place where the tickle in your belly or the twitch in your eye simply mean you're paying attention. But then if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention and the brave ones.
Greetings and welcome again to the Spookatorium. This is episode 40. Uh, the show opened today with She Spread Sorrow and the track Night One off uh, the Midori release. And following that was Shimmer Crush with the track Dwelling in a Shroud from her 2016 release, These Four Walls. Uh, coming up in a bit, I'll have something about Phantom Music both from a more supernatural take and a scientific take. Uh, but first, this is Scroll with Diaspora.
That was Theta with Catacomb off his release Burn, and uh, he's got a lot of releases, and I've collaborated with him myself a couple of times, and all of his work is exceptional. So it is definitely worth checking out. If you can't find Burn, um, you really can't go wrong uh, with one of the other ones. And, and previous to that was uh, Scroll with Diaspora. The Spookatorium Spirit Lounge awaits where those from the other side just may press their faces against the window of our world. The idea of phantom music has always fascinated me. Um, it has appeared in a variety of different types of unusual scenarios going back for ages. Uh, one recollection from an 1841 poltergeist investigation entitled uh, A Faithful Record of Mary Jobson recounts numerous witnesses reporting exquisite music in an angelic voice quoting the scriptures. It's a frequent occurrence with hauntings. One description I particularly like from a 1974 account in the London News of the World describes impromptu piano concerts in a local home that sound like a strummed piano. It sounds like someone is plucking the strings. It doesn't sound anything like modern music, was the quote. Um, another frequent type of report of disembodied music happens in, in forests or in nature. At one time, it was said to be the fae trying to lure someone into fairyland, and the idea of that music has had a profound effect on Celtic folk music, uh, with some musicians alleging to have heard the fae songs and rushing home to recreate them themselves. It has become interwoven with that tradition, uh, being that there are various versions of the fae in many far-flung cultures. I can only guess that, to some degree, that supernatural music had an influence on the actual folk music of those regions as well. Um, and this story is for you, Steve. Um, Steve is a listener that lives in Nottingham, and this takes place in Nottingham. It is in regards to the Wollaton Park Ferries, reported in October 1979. It takes place in Nottingham. Like I said, uh, several children reported hearing a melodious bell ringing as they were playing. When out of a nearby wooded area, they saw approximately 60, 60, 60 little gnome-like men, about two feet tall, with wrinkled faces and long white beards that were riding in small bubble-like vehicles. The beings rode over the swamp near the lake and chased the children towards the gates of the park. Uh, a woman named Janet Board added when comment commenting on the Woolleton incident that she was aware of something similar that had occurred 40 years earlier in Cornwall where the sound of music and bells led her friend Mary to look out of a window, only to see a little man, maybe only 18 inches tall, in a tiny red car with a white beard driving around in circles. Um, there have also been reports of phantom music related to UFO counters, encounters, uh, which in themselves have significant parallels to fae stories um, in a lot of ways. Going back as far as 1914, there's a report of a witness rummaging through a local garbage dump when he hears a musical humming. 
He turns to see a UFO and ultimately is addressed by several short figures that emerge from the craft. Finally, in the final hours of German philosopher Wolfgang Goethe's life, it was reported by numerous visitors to his bedside that there was music playing that was not coming from anywhere in the house. The interesting thing here is that while they all agreed that they were hearing music, they were not all hearing the same music. Some thought they heard an organ, another thought it was a concertina, another imagined it as a quartet playing just fragments of songs from very far away, and Goethe's wife described it as a piano that was clear and very close by. In a little bit, I'll have one scientific take on why people hear phantom music, but until then, this is Foreseer with Witching Hour.
Them Teeth with Kraft Suspiria. Before that was Forndom with Yagvet at Temple Sta. And I hope that my terrible pronunciations of some of these things are amusing and not offensive. And before that was Witching Hour from uh, Foreseer. The Hydra of Folk Remedies, Barber Surgeons, Medicine Shows, Alchemy, and Science gave rise to modern healing and began to decode the medical mysteries that continue to stalk us. This is from a New York Times article back in 2014. Uh, in 2011, a 66-year-old woman referred to only as Sylvia approached her neurologist about piano music that she was hearing. It started with uh, familiar classical compositions, and over time, the music lasted longer and longer until it became a near-constant presence in her life. She was hoping that the neurologist could explain what was happening to her. Uh, they deemed it to be musical hallucinations, which are not the same as, say, an earworm when something gets stuck in your head, and they're not necessarily a sign of larger psychosis. Experiencers are generally otherwise fine, but can come to believe there's a marching band in the next room or a choir singing outside their house. Uh, they studied Sylvia and tracked her brain activity as she was experiencing these episodes. They tried a similar idea to one of the treatments that they had seen success for when treating tinnitus, um, which is uh, ringing in the ears. Um, when actual music was played, the piano in her head would stop, and then when that actual music stopped, she would get a brief respite from hearing any music, but it was for barely more than a minute before the disembodied piano would resume. And uh, I don't know, the idea that the solution to hearing imaginary music all the time is to listen to real music all the time seems like a feeble s solution. 
They discovered through MRIs that while the hallucinations were happening, areas of the brain that activate when listening to music, uh, determining pitch, recalling music, and the predictive generation portion of the brain were more active when the hallucinations were occurring. It's also more common for people with a degree of hearing loss to have these experiences more frequently, which led them to theorize that the hallucinations are a result of brain errors in predicting what was coming next. Since the other areas with increased activity were music-related, that might explain why people tended to hallucinate music rather than some other common sound. Uh, with the idea that people with hearing loss have fewer stimuli coming in, it is then more likely for the brain to make these kind of mishaps in perception. Um, it seems like in modern medical circles, they've turned this into something that they're calling music ear syndrome. And rest easy, there are apparently apps for that. Um, could all of these incidents that I've brought up be the result of brain pattern recognition acting abnormally? What I think about is that for hundreds of years, there's been inspiration and a window into the mysteries of life that come from these phantom melodies. It has grounded folklore and informed real-world music that has become timeless and enduring. It has illustrated that the unusual is not just seeing something, but can be a full sensory experience. This little overview didn't really even scratch the surface, and I wonder about something as trite as an app combating the possibility of walling people off to such things. This is Synologist with Paraphysical Phenomenon.
Auditorium exists to showcase music and ideas. I am not an expert at anything, and I have no agenda beyond fostering curiosity. The show is not monetized on any platform. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. A video version is available on the Cryonic Mind YouTube page. If you can like, subscribe, comment, etc., it helps the show's visibility. If your music was featured here and you'd prefer it was not, let me know and I will remove it from the feed. You can reach the show at spookatorium at gmail.com. The website can be found at spookatorium.org, and your comments are always welcome. Thanks very much for spending some time here. That was Clay Rendering with Black Vows. Previous to that was Black Harbor with Death by Drone. And starting off the set with Sonologist with Paraphysical Phenomenon. That is going to stick a fork in episode 40. Uh, Thank you, as always, for listening. And as you exit through the gift shop, please enjoy one of the great Cold War-inspired We're All Gonna Get Exploded songs of the 80s. This is TSOL with Red Shadows. Everything is out of place You said we had to go Because you saw the red shadows 